0: G and G, how y'all doing? Let's try that one more yeah. time. G and G, how y'all doing? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Hey, uh, can we give it up for Eunice Howland's last two messages? Yeah. If you thought that was fire, say amen. Come yeah. I told Eunice Howland she needs to preach more often. Amen. Amen. All right. Alright, we're going to start, we're going to dive right in because I think today's message um, is actually one of the most significant messages I think I could give. Um, Let's do this. I want you all to stand. Can we all stand together for a moment? Okay. Um, uh, So thankful for Peter's prayer this morning. Uh, I believe that that prayer was uh, led by the Spirit. Um, about what God wants to do today. Um, I really believe that uh, God wants to shift something today very dramatically. And I actually believe that God wants to impart something to us. Um, God is not a God who just gives us information, but He gives us impartation. And that means that, that literally means this that means God has the ability to actually speak to us and touch us through His Word and it actually changes who we are. It changes the way we think. It changes the way we feel. It changes the what, what we believe. God has the ability to change us from the inside out. So this is what I want you to do. Um, I want you to, uh, let's just see what the easiest way would be to do this. Okay, I'm gonna share something quickly and then we are gonna actively pray what the Bible says to pray. Okay, I want you guys to hear this. Close your eyes and I want you to hear this. If you don't remember every single item, it's okay because, you know, God understands what we're trying to say. So this is what it says right after um, what uh, Peter read this morning. It says right after that, therefore, take up the whole armor of God that you may be able to withstand in the evil day, having done all to stand. Now listen carefully. It says this, stand therefore with the belt of truth. Everyone say belt of truth. It then says, put on the breastplate of righteousness. Everyone say, breastplate of righteousness. Breastplate of righteousness. It says, put, the, put on your shoes, which are like the gospel of peace. So say, peace or gospel, or the shoes of the gospel. Shoes shoes of the gospel. And then it says, the shield of faith. Shield of faith. Okay, and then it's the final one is the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. Okay. Now, it might be hard for you to remember that, but I want, I'll just go through it real quick. It's the belt of truth. You can follow and say, belt of, truth, belt of truth. Breastplate of righteousness. Breastplate of righteousness. Shield of faith. Shield of faith. Helmet, of Helmet of salvation. Sword of the Spirit. Of the Spirit. And then the shoes of the, shoes of the gospel. Okay, you don't have to hit every single one of those, but this is what I want you to do right now. If you're in a row... Or if you're with a person right now, I want you to grab a hand. So the three of you right here, Juan, or actually no, Chulon, you can partner with uh, Yunus Samoni, okay? I want you to grab a hand of the person next to you because what you're going to find is that what we're doing today is spiritual warfare. We are putting on the armor of God. This is not a metaphor. This is real. This is absolutely real. So this is what I want you to do for the next however many minutes. I want you to pray. For, you pray at the same time. You don't have to take turns. But I want you to pray for the other person. And I literally want you to say the things that you remember. So say, God, I pray the helmet of salvation. God, I pray the shoes of the gospel. I pray for the shield of faith. I pray for the sword of the spirit. I want you to pray that right now. Okay, we're going to go ahead and pray. and And then we'll close, okay? So go ahead and let's start praying right now. Pray for the person across from you. Begin to pray for the sword of the spirit. The shield of faith, the helmet of salvation, the breastplate of righteousness. I want you to begin to pray this out simultaneously. Pray it out specifically. God desires specific prayers. This is war, guys. We, we, what we're going to discover today is that this is a spiritual war. You have to have your armor on. Just keep praying, keep praying, keep praying all across this room. Keep praying. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit. Yes, Lord, increase, God. Increase. Yes, God, Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you this morning that you call us a family, but we are not only a family, God, but we're also called the army of God. And I really believe today that there is something that you want to not only speak to us, but you want to awaken this. God, you want this to become real to every person. And so I pray today, God, that Holy Spirit, as you are the one who makes the truth real inside of us, I'm fully depending on you today, Holy Spirit. That you would do this work, make Jesus real and make the truth of the Bible real to us today. We ask in Jesus' name, Amen, Amen. 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 You may be seated. Uh, okay. Beautiful. So we got a new camera angle, Miss Vivian. Beautiful. Okay, you got my good side today. It's my right side. I have a better jawline. So, amen. Um. Guys, I'm just going to get right into it. Um, I've been trying to preach this message about the book of Philemon three times now. And I feel like God keeps telling me to wait. So we are talking today about spiritual warfare. Everyone say spiritual warfare. warfare. Okay. What I'm going to say this morning is that not only do I believe that God wants to presently speak this to us today, okay, I, I need you guys to catch this. I believe God wants to speak this to us today because it's going to personally not only touch you, but it's going to personally explain things in your life that you probably didn't have words for before, okay? And not only that, you guys, but I'm going to say this. What we're talking about today is actually at the heart of the gospel. Everybody say gospel. Gospel. Okay, this is actually at the heart of the gospel. Um, I'm going to ask Mr. Peter, can you bring that stand with the whiteboard uh, this morning? Can you just bring that? Oh, it's right there? Okay. Can I just ask your help? Okay. I'm going to visually draw some things for you guys that I think is really important. All right, everyone turn to Ephesians 6.12. We're going to jump right in. Um, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Okay, that's that's actually today's title. I'm just kidding. Oh no. Uh-oh. Okay. Thanks, honey. Okay. See, I love having my wife with me. Come on. All right. Um. Uh, I just have to say this. I was listening to Yuna Halimi's message like four times, and I was like, "Dang, she is a great speaker." Come on, right? Jeez. I'm like, she's probably better than me. Okay, no, she probably is. All right, Ephesians 6.12. I want you guys to turn there because this is going to be the central truth that God is going to share with us today. It says this. It says, for we do not wrestle against flesh and blood. Everybody say flesh and blood. Okay, my version says, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this age, against spiritual hosts of wickedness in heavenly places. This is the word of the Lord. Amen. Okay. Um, Guys, I know there's a lot going on right here, but I want you to focus right here, okay? I want to say something to you that maybe we all believe, but I'm going to ask you if you really believe this or not. What Paul is basically saying in Ephesians 6.12 is he's saying that your wrestle, our wrestle, that our battle in this life is actually not a physical one, but it's a spiritual one. Can I get an amen? Okay, I want you guys to really, really think about this, okay? Because what you're going to find out is that it is so practical that it's going to actually help answer all the things in your life. Okay, Okay. Can, can you guys follow me for a second? How many of us know that the coronavirus is spreading all throughout Asia and the world right now? If you know what I'm talking about, raise your hand. Okay, listen, listen. If you only see the coronavirus from a physical standpoint, and I'm not saying that that's wrong because we should be studying it. We should have the best minds on top of it. But if you don't realize that there is a spiritual war going on, you're missing it. You're missing it. Can I, can, I, can I just keep going with this? If you guys see what's going on in our world today, in, in America today, how many of us know that there is the greatest war, politically speaking, in America today than ever before? Raise your hand. To, tell me if you guys feel that, right? If you guys keep seeing it as a battle between Democrats and Republicans, you're missing the point. Because it's a spiritual war. Okay. At the very heart of the gospel, you guys, I want to show you something. Jesus takes us, okay, let me just tell you what it looks like. Kingdom of darkness, K-O-D, to the kingdom of light, okay? If you're taking notes, you can take notes from this, okay? The kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, okay? I want you guys to, to literally see what I'm talking about because... What I'm, what I'm going to share today is going to feel very dense, but if you, if you really kind of stay with me, I'm telling you, this is probably the most important message, one of the most important messages you'll ever hear in your life. So check this out. This is Pastor Andy. Before I was Pastor Andy, I was just Candy Andy, okay? <laughs> that was actually my nickname back in the day. No lie. I used to sell candy bars in the third grade, okay? All right. And uh, they called me Candy Annie, okay? (laughs) So I want you guys to see something. This is is me before I had an encounter with Jesus Christ. I want you guys to really catch what's going on here. In the book of Colossians chapter 1, this is literally what the Bible says about the gospel. The gospel is, you have been delivered out of a kingdom of darkness... And you have been delivered, or the word would be transferred. Everybody say, transferred. Into the kingdom of light. So what actually happens when you become born again? What, What actually happens when you surrender your life to Christ? It's actually really simple, you guys. When you give your life, when you say, Jesus, my life is yours now. I'm giving you the keys, right? When that happens... Jesus says this is what happens in the spiritual world, that you go from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light." Someone say hallelujah. hallelujah. Okay? So I go from candy Andy to now Pandy. No, I'm just kidding, okay? <laughs> but literally, you guys, what I need you to see is that not only is there a transference of kingdoms, but literally you become a new creation. Someone okay. say Amen. Okay? And this is what I want to say for those, maybe I'm speaking to different people in different ways, right? Some of us may feel right now, you're like, I've given my life to Christ and I want to like learn more about this. Others of you guys are, are learning what it means to actually surrender your life to Christ. And let me just say this, can I be honest with you guys? Because I want to dispel any sort of misconception this morning. Sometimes we hear about the radical stories. Are you guys catching what I'm saying, right? And we're like, oh my God, I don't have that story. Are you guys catching what I'm saying, right? Can I keep it real? Let me just say this. God is working in all of our lives uniquely different. Someone say amen. Yeah. So for some people, my story, if I'm just going to keep it really honest, was kind of radical, okay? It was, it was like boom. Like there was a, a, there was a tragedy in my life that sent me on this new trajectory, but for some of us, let me just put it like this, you are actually, you're making gradual steps to the Lord, but God is working in your life the way that he's working in your life. Does that make sense what I'm saying today? Okay? But at the end of the day, the common denominator is this, is who is the master of your life? Who's the Lord of your life? That Does that make sense? Okay? Because, Let me just show you how simple it is and how kind of black and white it is. The Bible says that when you were were not saved, when you didn't have a relationship with Christ, the Bible says you were a slave to Satan. Amen. (laughs) Not amen to that, but amen because that was the truth. Do you guys understand this? Before we actually have an understanding, before we we are in relationship with Jesus, there's, do you guys understand, There's, there's no gray zone. Amen. It's either you are walking in the light or you're walking in darkness, right? And so what's happening is that when you were in, when we were in the kingdom of darkness, listen to what I'm saying. Satan had a legal right over your life. Okay, Satan literally had ownership over your life. Satan, okay, when you were in darkness, when we were in darkness, basically this is what I'm trying to say. Your title deed, your ownership of your life did not really belong to Jesus. We were slaves of sin. Are you guys catching what I'm saying, right? And because of this, I want you guys to hear this, right, because The point that I'm trying to make today is this is what makes the gospel that much more powerful. Because in the gospel of Jesus Christ, where Jesus has literally shed his blood on the cross, and he says, anyone who would come after me, I will never deny. Are you guys catching this? Are you guys seeing what I'm saying? Guys, I pray right now in Jesus' name, any weird thoughts of the gospel that we have, we're kicking it out in Jesus' name, okay? Because we want to see what the real gospel is. Jesus' Jesus's invitation to humanity is an open, free gift. And he says, this is what I have done, not what you have done. This is what I have done. I have accomplished this. And I'm inviting you to see what I have done and trust in me with your own. And what ends up happening is you go from the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of light. Someone say amen. And now guess who becomes your owner? Jesus. Jesus is your owner. You see this? And the power of this, you guys, I'm, I'm, I'm going to kind of share a little quickly. The power of this, I'm just going to say it because writing would take too long. Jesus took what we deserved so that we would receive what he deserves. Let me just say that one more time. Jesus took what you and I, we legitimately, we deserve so that we would receive everything that belongs to him. Okay. We'll we'll get there. (laughs) Jesus gave us what he deserves, meaning that everything that is in Jesus is now in us. Come on, somebody. Are you guys alive this morning? Come on, somebody. Okay? Guys, Jesus gave us everything that is belonging inside of him into us. Do you know what that means? That means that The power of Christ, that means the authority of Christ, has been given to us. Come on, somebody. Someone say amen, okay? So why is this so significant? Because we have been transferred into the kingdom of darkness, into the kingdom of light. But let me just say why I'm sharing what I'm sharing today. Because even though this reality has taken place for us, we still think like this. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? See, even right now, as I'm sharing this, some of you guys are asking this weird question, which is a lie from the devil. You're like, am I still here? Okay, I can see it. But what God is trying to show you today is that you have been delivered, but now your thinking has to change from this to this. Someone say amen. Okay, so let me just put it like this, you guys. When we were in the kingdom of darkness, we had no power over the darkness. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Right? Why? Because you belong to that kingdom, right? So Jesus would say like this, you're trying to cast out Satan with Satan, right? And you're like, why is this not working, right? But what ends up happening when you become born again, when you're in the kingdom of light, is that now actually the authority and the power of Christ is in you. Amen. You. you want to know how I know this? Because think about it like this, you guys. When Jesus sent out the 72, dis- the 72 disciples, what did they say? These were new believers, you guys. They had only been with Jesus for one year. What did they say? They came back and they said this. They said, even the demons bow down to you. They said, even the demons submit to us. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? So, G- So, li- listen. The, 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 the disciples, they had this, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know why, but I kind of feel like they were like, oh, wow. Like, they're like, got power. You know what I'm saying? Not my power, but the power that Christ gave. So the disciples were amazed because they said, Jesus, they're like little kids, right? They're like, Jesus, Jesus, even the demons submit to us. Amen. Okay. So where am I going with this? We are in a spiritual war, okay? And this is what I want to say right now, too. When I prayed during the service today, that was God trying to actually teach us in the moment of what's happening. I need you guys to catch this, okay? All right, let me, everyone stand up right now. I'm just, I'm just, I, I, I let's all stand. Okay. I'm going to, we're going to coach something right now, this very moment. Because what I feel this morning is that this is basic training. God is giving us basic training right here, right now. Okay. This is what, this is what, this is what I want to do. Right now, some of us have been... I'm just going to call things out for what they are, okay? Because, yeah. Right now, some of us are too swayed by our feelings. Someone say amen. Amen. Someone say truth Mm -hmm. is greater than feelings. feelings. And if you're ruled by your feelings, you will be ruled by Satan. Mm -hmm. I'm being so serious right now. If you keep being ruled by what you feel, you will always lose to the enemy. But if you choose the truth of God, let me just say this, your fi- your feelings will follow your faith. I'm telling you right now, you guys, we are, God is just, I-, I can feel it, God is just like, hey, I'm calling you right now. Like, right now, this very moment, just like how you just you my name, you know, you know, I was like, hey, you're preaching today, <laughs> right? And she's like, oh my God, yes I am, okay? So right now, this is what I want to do, okay? Guys, this is real time, this is right now. I want you To just put your hand over your heart I want you to put your hand over your heart And I want you to begin to pray And this is what I want to pray Okay guys, this is going to be new for some of you But I'm going to tell you right now This is the authority we have in Christ Jesus Okay, right now Whatever it is that you're feeling Holy Spirit, help us to identify it Because what we're doing right now, you guys Is what we call binding and loosing Okay Right now, whatever it is that you feel, whether it's anxiety, whether it's confusion, some of you feel tiredness, but it's not the will of God for you. I'm telling you right now. So what I'm going to teach you is you need to learn how to deal aggressively. You need to learn how to deal with this. You need to learn how to take the authority that Christ has given you, and you need to deal with it in the name of Jesus. So right right now, all across this room, whatever it is, I want you to begin to call that thing out. If it's, if it's shame, if it's condemnation, if it's a sense of confusion, if it's a sense of, I don't know, like if whatever it is, I want you to call that out and say, I cast it out right now in Jesus' name. All across this room right now, just begin to pray, to identify what that thing is. Right now, identify what is that thing? What is the thing that the enemy is trying to use against you that you need to deal with it and you need to be a, a bold and aggressive? You need to know that the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords lives inside of you. You need to take that spiritual warrior power and you need to use it right now. You need to learn how to use that power. You need to activate that right now in Jesus' name. Release that now. You guys feel that? There's a breakthrough that's happening. Now this is what we're going to do. This is what we call loosing I'm going to show you in the scriptures where Jesus teaches this. So now that you've gotten rid of, now you're getting rid of, you're learning how to take authority and kick things out. Now what I want you to do is I want you to say, God, I loose, Okay, because loosing comes from heaven. I want you to loose in this place, in this service, what it is that you desire or what you believe God desires. So if you feel right now that God wants to release a spirit of truth, then say, God, I release truth. If you if you feel like God is wanting to release peace, if God wants to release love, if God wants to release um, confidence, whatever it is, I want you to just call those things right now. Let's begin to pray. Just go ahead right now. Take authority. Let Get it out of your mouth. Come on, all across this room. All across this room. All across this room. Begin to loosen what it is that God wants you to loosen. Loose it out. You have power, you have authority because of the name of Jesus Christ. (coughs) Because of the name of Jesus. Come on. Yeah, God. Yeah, Lord. Thank you, Father God. Father, I thank you, God, that you're teaching us in the moment right now. I pray, Holy Spirit, help us to catch everything that you're... Teaching all of us today In Jesus' name, amen Amen, okay, you may be seated Alright, Okay Okay In Matthew 18 You don't have to turn there, you can not turn there if you want In Matthew 18 Okay Guys, we're, we're um, Yeah Go to Matthew 18 if you want to. I'm going to show you guys real quick the power of what we just did and why this is real. This is not, um, this is not like wishful thinking. Okay? You go to verse, uh, 15, I believe it is. Uh, sorry, it's verse 18, okay? 18, okay? Listen, uh, 18. Assuredly, I say to you, let's all read it together actually, okay, on the count of three, we're going to read verse 18 to 20, okay? one, two, three. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven, and whatever you loose on earth will be loose in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you agree on earth concerning anything that they ask, it will be done for them by my Father in heaven. For where two or three are gathered together in my name, I am there in the midst of them. Someone say amen. amen. Okay, guys. So if you're a visual person like me, let me tell you how real this is. You guys see this? Heaven and earth. Okay? This is a teaching that I've done many times. Heaven and earth. Okay? There's a lot more I could say on this, but I'm just going to hit the mega points today. Guys, I want to show you something really powerful. Do you want to know who the church is? The church is the intersection of heaven and earth. Someone say amen. Amen. This is why, let me, let, me, let me tell you something, guys. This is why on a Sunday service, I cannot, I cannot accept the fact that I've come to church with the church of Jesus Christ and expect a service that is dead and empty and without power. I can't accept that. I will not accept that because that's not what Jesus died for. Jesus did not die so that we could play church. Jesus died so that heaven and earth would become one. That's why, you guys, I'm telling you something. There's something today that I believe God wants to give us. Everyone say spiritual violence. Spiritual Spiritual violence, okay? There is something inside of us as Christians, as believers, that there's some things that we have to say, I will not accept that. Okay? There's certain things where, because what ends up happening when you accept certain things is that's when you become an apathetic believer. That's when you become what Jesus would call lukewarm. Right? Because what ends up happening is, is you end up accepting things that Jesus never told you to accept, and now you've believed in the devil's lies. Right? The devil has no power. All he can do is lie to you. But the only power that he has is when you agree with the lie. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Right? Like, real quick, the devil could never make Eve take that apple. Do you guys understand that? He couldn't force her to do that, right? I don't know why I just did that. Okay, <laughs> but he could not force her to do that. But the only thing that he could do is he could lie. Right? And Eve's like, oh my God, yes. Like, right? That's the only power that he has. That's why. Listen. Carefully, that's why you have to have spiritual violence. Because if he's a liar, and you're not violent, and you're not passionate about what God has called you, you will fall for it. Yeah. But what ends up happening is this, you guys. Today, when I came to this service, I am just, just hear my heart out, right? Because this is about the fight. This is about the spiritual fight. I came in here today, and I'm praying, and I'm worshiping, and I, knew, and I said, oh, the fight is on. I said the fight is on. And honestly, I was like I am not going to sit there and just feel like this is another service. Let's just get there. I said no. I said no. I said Jesus died for more than this. So I said, I thought on the microphone, not out of my own strength, but by the leadership of the Holy Spirit. I said, Satan, you get out. You have no power here. Get out of here. Jesus's name is greater. That's what I'm trying to say. Guys, what I want to say is this, is that Jesus' name is the most powerful thing on planet Earth. Do you guys understand that even if you don't, even if you're not a born-again Christian, and you use the name of Jesus, you know the enemy has to go. Do you guys understand this? When I was 14 years old, I got Kawi. Do you guys understand what Kawi is? Okay, if you don't know what Kawi is, it's when you cannot move. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Okay? And I knew... It's like paralysis, it's sleep paralysis. And I knew, okay, I'm not going to go into the story, I knew something was sitting on top of me. I didn't know Jesus at the time, but I knew that my parents and my grandparents talked about Jesus' name. So I just said, Jesus' name, and it was gone. And I wasn't even a born-again Christian then. You want to know why? Because that's the power of the name of Jesus. Don't you ever forget that. Don't you ever forget the power of the name of Jesus, because that's the name you will call upon when you need it. I'm preaching this morning. I feel fire right now. So let me just tell you guys a quick story, okay? Lord help me. I'm trying to think which one to share. Okay, guys, hear what I'm saying today. So when we when I was 27, I went to Nepal on a mission trip, okay? Lord, should I even share this? Okay, I'll just share it abbreviated. Okay, I'll just share it quickly. Okay, when I was 27, I led a mission trip to Nepal. Just, just, it's a pretty crazy story. So, when we were in Nepal, this is what happened. It was with my seminary, so it was a seminary mission trip, and we all had different jobs on the mission trip. So they called, they, they asked me, they're like, Andy, can you do? Can you be the evangelism leader? Sure, (laughs) you know what I mean. So what ended up happening was at one morning, we ended up partnering with a local Bible college in Nepal. It was called Jesus College, okay? And they were all Nepalese students. They're all 100% Nepalese. So there was about four of them and maybe eight of us. We were all together. They were going to be our translators and all of that, okay? So that morning, this is what we did. That morning, we got around in a circle, and we're all praying together. And I said, and, and, you know, as the leader, I was like, I don't know what to do, but I was like, hey, let's pray and let's ask the Holy Spirit if he will show us or speak to us today about anything that we're going to do for our evangelism day. Are you guys catching what I'm saying, right? So that day we were planning on going to the town square, the town square in the middle of where all the marketplaces are, and we were going to do a taekwondo demonstration. And then we were going to preach the gospel, okay? Are you guys following what I'm saying? So that morning, we ended up praying together with these these four Nepalese guys. And for a lot of us, this was new. But we're praying, and we're praying, and then we all opened our eyes. And I said, hey, does anyone have anything that they want to share? And my friend Seng, who was sitting to the left of me, this is what he said. He said, I didn't see anything right now. But he said, last night, I had a dream. And this was the dream, okay? He said, last night, I had a dream. And he's like, I don't know why. I I can remember it vividly right now. And he says, the dream was this. He says, we were all standing together in this place. And then there was this huge wall that came up. There was a huge wall that came up. And he says, it became dark. It was just completely dark. like It was almost like the sun was gone. But then he said, But as we began to worship, he said, the wall was gone and then the sun started to shine. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Okay, that was one thing. I'm giving you the quick version. One of our Nepalese brothers, this is what he said. He goes, I was praying and I saw a man in, I saw a person wearing a black and white striped shirt. It looked like a referee's outfit. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Right? It was just black and white stripes like this. And I was like, okay, you know what I'm saying? I was like, yes, we'll take it, right? And so anyways, we we prayed together, we're like, in Jesus' name, and we went, okay? Speed up the story. So we go to the town square, okay? Hilarious, funny story, but it's real. Missions is real, okay? So we're in the middle of this town square, and we have this little boombox, okay? It's like this big. And we're playing this, like, techno music. It's like, do do do, right? It's like all this, like, really cool techno music. <laughs> right? And then there's this girl on our team. Her name's Hope. And she was, like, a Taekwondo black belt. So she was the one that was, like, doing the demonstration. We're, like, cheering. we like, yeah! Right? And so she's, like, doing her Taekwondo, like, demonstration. And I kid you not, not a single person stopped to look at us. Like, literally, it was like this. People were, like... <laughs> right like literally no okay listen listen to what i'm saying though literally nobody stopped i think there was this one like 70 year old grandma who like stared at us for like five seconds and then she like went on with her life okay but literally like we're like doing this demonstration and in my mind i was like oh there's gonna be this crowd it's gonna be awesome but by the time the last techno song is done it's just us And we're looking at each other. Listen. Everybody say, Faith Faith is greater greater than than feelings. If you were sitting there, how would you feel? You would feel discouraged, right? You would feel discouraged. You would feel like all hope is gone. And listen, that's how we all felt. That's how we all felt. Honestly, as the leader of that evangelism team, do you want to know what I really wanted to do? I wanted to be like, Well, guys, we tried. (laughs) Let's pack up our boombox. Let's get some food. Honestly, that's what I wanted to do. But something inside of me said, I believe God has a plan. And something inside of me said, I don't think that God would have spoken this morning unless he was going to do something. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Everybody say "Spiritual spiritual violence. Somebody say faith. This is what faith is. So in that moment, literally, like, I'm telling you guys, like, as the leader, it's it, like all of the people that was with me, there's 12 people, they were looking at me like, can we go home? You know what I'm saying? They're like, we feel embarrassed. Yeah, right. And this is what I said. I said, and I said, guys, let's just worship. Okay. I left out a detail. While the Taekwondo demonstration was going on, there was this massive cloud that came in the, in the, in the, uh, in the sky. And so not only was it like a Solong not only was it a lame performance, but it was dark outside, okay? So I was like, man, this is so gloomy right now. But what ends up happening is this. So we're all sitting there, we, we're about to pack up, and I said, hey, let's just worship. Let's just worship. So our friend, um, not my friend saying my other friend, he had a guitar with him. And so we just began to sing. Okay, are you guys catching what I'm saying? How many of us understand that in that moment, do you think like we felt like singing? No. There's no like, yeah, Jesus, right? We did not feel like singing. But something said, worship him always. Worship him anyways. He's worthy of our praise all the time, you guys. Do you guys understand this? Do you guys understand that God is worthy of our worship? Every Sunday, whether we feel it or not, he's worthy of it. He's, he's worth more than our feelings. He really is. So in that moment, my friends like strumming were like, Jesus, lover of my soul. Right? We're like, Jesus. Um, and I'm just like, okay, I'm just closing neck and let you take me through the mind. We're singing, we're singing. And I kid you not, the sun starts coming up. I can feel it, you guys. My eyes are closed because I don't want to see the people not staring at us. No, honestly. I'm I'm, I'm not that holy, you guys. I'm not like, I was closing my eyes because I was afraid to see people, okay? But as we're singing, literally I can feel the sunlight touching my face. And that's when the dream came back. I didn't even think about the dream. My friend sang, had a dream the night before, that there was a wall up, and that there was darkness, but that if we would worship, the sun would come out. And that's literally what happened. Come on, can someone give God some praise today? Can someone give God some praise? That he's real, you guys. He's real. And okay, it gets better. Watch this. So I can feel the sun touching my face, and that's when everything changed. Because the the dream came into my mind, and I said, oh my God, you're here. I said, you've been here, but now we are recognizing that you're here. So God is showing himself faithful, amen, right? And I kid you not, as God is my witness, everything that I'm saying is 100% fact. At that time, my friend, my little short (laughs) Nepalese friend, okay? I was trying to think of his name. I can't think of it right now, but he's awesome. He comes up to me and he says, Andy, Andy. And I said, yes. He goes, there's the man. Literally sitting 18, maybe 20 feet across from where our square was, there was a green bench and there was an old man that had black and white striped shirt on. I'm not joking. He literally said, there he is. And I said, I don't know what to do. I really, and, and, but, but I, I, I'm serious, I didn't know what to do, so I looked at him, and I was like, what do we do? And I just said, let's go pray for him. So literally, I go with my friend. What is his name? Anyway, it starts with an S. I'm like, it bothers me. But anyway, so I go with him. I said, dude, come with me, okay? So we go to this guy, he's sitting on the bench, and I'm asking him to, to translate for me. And I said, I said, hello, sir. I was like, you know, we're uh, church, like I just said something, I said, like, we're a church, we're here, we're like blah, 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 blah. Is there any way that we can pray for you today? And this is what he says. Guys, I, I told you this was gonna be a short story, but I told you lie, okay. So the guy says this, he says, and I didn't even realize it, he had a cane, I, I didn't even see it because it was on the, his other hand, he says, my whole lower back is messed up, so I literally walk with a limp, okay? Guys, so he says, I have a, like, so, he, I'm watching it happen, my friend's translating, he, he, he goes like this, he goes, this, 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 and then I was like, he wants us to pray for his back, okay? So I said, can we pray for your back? And he said, Yes. So my friend and I are on our knees and we put our hand on his lower back and we just begin to pray in the name of Jesus. Just simple, guys. Faith. Everybody say faith. Faith. In Jesus' name, we pray that you would be healed by his power, by his blood, by his name. Okay, guys, I kid you not, he opens his eyes, he tells my friend, he says, I can feel a hot sensation on my back. He stands up and literally, he he uh, he gives the cane to my friend, and he starts walking. He starts walking, you guys. Come on, somebody! God is real. That's what I'm passionate about, you guys. Like for me, I'm just like He's real. Where's my Bible? This is real. That's the fire that burns inside of me. Is that this is real. And that's why I cannot settle when we encounter something that isn't real. There's something inside of me that just says, no, what? I'm like, this is unacceptable. Okay, listen to what I'm saying. So the story gets crazier, and I'll wrap up with this. So literally, this guy starts walking back and forth. And I kid you not, without, without us asking him, he asks uh, our friend, can I use your microphone? Okay, guys, we had, do you guys know I'm talking about little gorilla uh, microphone stand? Do you guys know what i It's like the size of like a mini TV. This thing was so dinky, okay? That's what we were using to play the music and to possibly like start preaching the gospel, right? He says, can I get the microphone? So he gets up on the stage. It's a square. We're in the town square. There's a marketplace and he grabs the microphone and this is what he says. I found out later because my friend translated. He says, guys, he's talking to the Nepalese people now. He says, guys, I just want to say that these guys prayed for me and I got healed. And what's happening is real. He's telling them, guys, from there, there were so many people that came, we didn't have enough people to pray for people. I'm not exaggerating. At one point, there was probably 70, 80 people surrounding that square. Because this man got on the microphone and they started listening to him. 70, 80 people come to the stage and literally, you guys, check this out. We don't know what we're doing, amen? But God does. My team looks at me they they're like, they, they like looking at me, they're like, what do we do? I was like, "Who will pray for them, you know what I'm saying? I was like, stop looking at me. And so literally our team starts going around and just starts praying for people. I'll say one last thing because, oh, Jesus, you're so good. The highlight of the day was this. That girl Hope, okay, listen, that girl Hope that did the Taekwondo demonstration, she was 17 years old when she went on this trip with us. You want to know why? Because her dad was a professor. So the dad brought her with us, right? We're all seminary students, but she came 17. Hope, at the age of 17, took one of the translators, she went into one of the markets and one of the stalls, and she led a woman to Christ. Wow. And the woman was weeping and says, I want the Jesus that you're Come on, let's give God some praise to When we came back home that night, we were all sharing testimony. And she was the last one to share. And that was just like... Somebody say this. Say faith. faith. Say everyday. everyday. Everyday faith. Yeah, it's okay. Okay. <laughs> everyday faith. So what what am I sharing, you guys? In Matthew eighteen, that was like the longest roundabout ever. Okay, but in Matthew eighteen, it says binding and loosing. Everyone say binding. Binding. And loosing. And loosing. This is the one thing that I'm going to share today, and then we're going to start to wrap this up, guys. Say I have, I have power, power, power. And, authority and authority in the name of Jesus. In the name of Okay, listen to what I'm saying. Satan has a version of humility that's called false humility. Someone nod your head if you know what I'm talking about. Satan has a version of humility that's false or fake humility. See, Satan's version of humility is to make you feel like you're powerless. And somehow that's like me being humble. Are you guys catching? Say this, that's not humble. That's not humble, you guys. The true definition of humility is to agree with what God says about you. And if God says that he has given you power and authority, then you're being falsely humble by saying that you don't have it. But to accept it and to say, no, Christ has given me authority, Christ has given me power, that's humility. Okay, so binding and loosing, this is the one thing that I want to share Okay, binding and loosing. Everybody say heaven. heaven. Everyone say earth. earth. Okay, I'm going to read this really quickly, and then this is literally my last point. Come on, my mom. Okay, there we go. Assuredly, I say to you, whatever you bind on earth. Everybody say, bind on earth. Bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Okay, I'm going to just read through it, and then I'll demonstrate it. And whatever you loose on earth will be loosed in heaven. Again, I say to you that if two of you two, wow, agree on anything on the earth, it will be done for them by my Father. Amen. Wow. For where two or three are gathered in my name, I am there. Someone say amen. amen. Somebody say this is, this is Sunday service. This scripture should be Sunday service. Amen. We are gathered in the name of Jesus. We're not gathered in the name of GMG. Someone say amen. amen. We're not gathered in any other name. We're gathered in Jesus' name. And if we're gathered in his name, you guys, we should expect heaven to touch earth. And anything less than that, you guys, I would say, is illegal. And we have the legal right to kick that out. So let me just tell you what this looks like. To watch. The church. The church. Jesus said two or three. Amen? It's, just, it's crazy. So two or three. And Jesus says this. How many of us know that we are living on the earth? Are you guys catching what I'm saying, right? So this is what Jesus is saying. This is he's saying, you are in the earth right now. But because you have access to heaven, whatever you bind on the earth, it will be done in heaven. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Okay, watch this. I'll just share this. So... We are going through a spiritual war. Someone say amen if you agree with this, okay? So what does the spiritual war mean? The spiritual war looks like this. It means that the the stuff that's happening in the earth today, it's not just merely worldly. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? But there is a spiritual dimension to what is happening. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? I'm, I'm going to do a spiritual warfare series throughout the month of March. So we're going to go hecka deep in this, okay? But what he's trying to show us is that there is a spiritual element. That's why Paul says in Ephesians 6.12, he says, your wrestle is not against flesh and blood, but he says it's against spiritual powers. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? Because you think you're in the earth and that it's all just earthly, but God is saying there's a war going on here. Are you guys catching what I'm saying? So check this out, right? I I, I have so much time. Jesus says this. He says, if my people, my church, if they bind anything on the earth, right? Because we are on the earth. We bind. Listen, we bind the demonic powers. We bind confusion. Come on, somebody. That's what we just did today. There were things that that were happening in this room that you didn't know what it was because you were feeling them, right? But you stopped and you said, there's confusion, there's anxiety. I don't know why, but I feel like there's this blockage between me and God right now. Am I talking to somebody? And what you did was you said, wait a second, Jesus died to cover all of this. So why am I going to subject myself to this? you see what I'm saying? It takes a warrior. Somebody say warrior. Warrior. It takes a warrior, you guys. I'm telling you something right now. In this Christian life, you have to have a warrior mentality. You will not survive if you don't have the warrior mentality. I'm being serious, you guys. Every single day. I'm not saying this to scare you. I'm just telling you truth. Every single day, Satan does not take a day off against you. Do you understand this? Satan does not have days off when he fights against you. So why do you have days off? You need to have the same aggression every day if you're going to win the war. Because there is no days off. Someone say amen. The moment that you think you have a day off, guess what happens? You are open. This is a quick side note. Guys, your greatest vulnerability is after your greatest victory. So, do you, okay, you know what I'm talking about, bro. She's like, mm-hmm. Okay, after your spiritual high at a retreat, do you guys understand that's when you're the most vulnerable? Yeah. So that's when you actually have to hide yourself in Christ more. Okay, that's that was for free. I haven't said that in a while. <laughs> that was for free. <laughs> okay, but this is what I'm going to say. When two or more are gathered in, in my name, right, whatever they find on the earth, right, confusion, depression, deception, whatever it is, Jesus says this. He says, it will be accomplished here. Are you guys seeing this? And when it's accomplished here, the power of heaven comes down to earth. Somebody say, come on, somebody. Right? So whatever it that's why he says if two or more on the earth agree upon anything, it will be so everybody say done. Uh, it will be done. This is what Jesus taught us to pray. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Come on, somebody. That's what this is all about on earth as it is in heaven. And so he says, whatever you bind, now I'll finish with this, whatever you lose. Everybody say lose. So the power of binding and loosing is that you have the power in the name of Jesus to bind. That means you stop something. But at the same time, Jesus says you have the power to loose. Everybody say loose. Loose. Now that's crazy, you guys, because we can loose the things of heaven. Someone say amen. amen. What do you think is in heaven right now? Peter, do you think there's perfect peace in heaven right now? Okay. David, do you think there's perfect joy in heaven? Amen. Katie, do you think that there is power in heaven? Okay. It's as simple as this. Because heaven is a real place, he says whatever you loose on the earth will be loose from heaven. So that means, you guys have to understand, we have spiritual access to heaven, this is what Jesus said when he said, the keys of the kingdom. Somebody say amen. Amen. How many of you know that you only have keys to something that you need access to? So when, when Jesus said to Peter, I've given you the keys of the kingdom, he's literally saying, I've given you the key to open the door. So when you lose something, this is what you lose. See, listen. to what we did today was, We bind confusion, right? So, confusion, get out of here in the name of Jesus. But what is better than confusion? Peace. Understanding. So then you say, I loose understanding. I loose peace. I loose a sound mind. Someone say amen. This is the power of binding loose. Let's all stand. If you felt the Lord speak to you today, somebody say amen. 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 Okay. This is what I want you to do. I want you to grab the hand of a person next to you. Okay. We're going to just exercise this. I'm going to take some moment. Exercise this. Can I ask Sarah now? Come on the keys. Ms. Sarah, thank you. What would we do without Sarah? <laughs> okay. All right. Guys, I want to say this. You, God wants to give you the warrior mentality today. And I want to say this, is if you want the warrior mentality, say amen. Okay, so this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to pray for us, and then we're going to have a time to engage, and then we're going to close in prayer, okay? So just all across this room, I want you to open your heart. I want you to open your spirit to this prayer, because there is power in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, Father, I thank you today, Lord, that your word is living and true. And I pray today, God, that the words of God that came out today, Lord, I pray right now that they would find a home in every person's heart. I ask today, God, that they would nestle deeply and produce fruit in their life, God. I pray today, God, that We would take these words, and we would activate it immediately. God, I pray that we would become doers of the word and not just hearers of the word. Because God, as we do the word, then the word becomes real. So right now, this is what I want you to do. I want you to take your authority. Take what you've heard today, and I want you to just go into it right now. Okay? If there's things that you feel are happening in your life right now. If there's, You can even pray for people. If there's a family member, if there's a group of friends, whatever it is. But right now, use the authority of Christ, Jesus' name, and start to bind and start to lose. Let's just go all across the room right now. Just begin to say, get out. Identify what it is. Identify the trespass. Identify the work of the devil. Identify what the enemy is trying to do and command that thing to get out. It's all about the power of Christ's name, you guys. It's not in our strength. It's the name of Christ. That's what it means to pray in Jesus' name. That's what it means that our trust is in Him. It means that that we're not looking to ourselves, but we're putting our trust in Him. We're looking to Him. He He is the answer. He is the answer. He is the answer. He is the answer. Jesus. Wow. I want us to do this as well. Guys, this is, yeah, I'm just going to share. Today, I also feel there is a shift and an upgrade that's happening where you are going to turn on a gear to pray for this church like you are the warrior that defends it. Someone say amen. Your prayers are is going to be the warrior uh, uh the warrior battle that's going to continue to push this church forward in the purposes of God. So what I want you to do right now is I want you to take that warrior mentality because you have to see this as your house. This is my house. This is not Pastor Andy's house. This is not this is the house of God and because this is God's house it's my So this is what I want you to do. I want you to begin to bind and loose anything that you have been feeling in this house. Guys, I'm telling you right now, this is how we're going to pray. This is how God is going to teach us how to pray. You are going to find your power, your authority in Christ. Let's begin to pray all across this room. Bind and loose the things that you feel in this house. If you feel like there's been an attack, if you feel like there's been an apathy, if you feel like there's been a misunderstanding, you tell that thing to get out. You say, get out in Jesus' name. I bind that right now in Jesus' name. And you begin to loose in this room, loose in this church, peace, power, understanding, the knowledge of God, salvation, God. Lord, those that will come to know you, Lord. God, remove God, the hindrances we pray. In Jesus' mighty name, In Jesus' mighty name. In Jesus' name. Uh, Rachel, can you bring the offering up here? We're going to pray for the offering, and we're going to close our service. Okay? Thank you, Rachel. Okay, guys, we're going to pray for the offering together, because this is also real as well. Okay? This is real. How many of you guys got stirred today hearing about the mission story? How many of us believe God wants to do that at g g How many of us believe that God wants to send us to the nations and to see his kingdom come? Come on. This is why praying for offering is important. So let's pray all together right now. Father, in Jesus' name, we bless this offering before you. And we're asking God that you, God, would use the finances of this church for the purpose of your kingdom and your glory, God. Father, I pray today that G&G would be a church, God, that we move together forward, God. Lord, not looking to the left or the right, God, but recognizing, God, just like Pastor Andy did not know what he was doing, God, it's okay that we don't know what we're doing because you do. And because we have you, God, our trust is in you, God. We follow you, Lord. So I pray this all today, Lord, in the name of our Lord. And now may the grace of God, the love of God the Father, the realness of the authority of the power of Jesus Christ, and the counseling of the Holy Spirit that takes the things that Jesus has given us and makes it real. God, may this power be upon us for now and forevermore, we pray. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Come on, someone give the Lord a clap. Off of this